0: Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. Well, good morning everybody. I'm sure all of you are far too young to remember the 1992 Barcelona Olympic Games. Yep, so some of you are. But one of the most memorable things about those Olympic Games occurred in the semi-final of the 400 metres race, when the British sprinter, Derek Redmond, was favourite to win the race. And this is what happened next. Redmond started off his race running really well and suddenly he pulls a hamstring and it looks as if he's not going to be able to finish his race. He falls to the ground and everybody thinks this race is over for him. But Redmond's determined to press on towards the finishing line and he picks himself up and he hobbles on in his own strength. And then suddenly a man breaks through from the barriers that separate him from the crowd and come alongside Redmond and puts his arms around Redmond and tells Redmond to put his arm around himself. And that man is Redmond's father. And now the father is the one who is leading Redmond towards the finishing line. The father is the one who is going to ensure they get across that line. The father is the one who is fending off everybody who would try and stop them from getting across that finishing line. Together, as they walk down that race... 65,000 people stand and applaud as the father is the one who gets them towards the line. And all, as they approach their finishing line, what the father does is he taps his son on the chest and says, well done, good and faithful servant. It's an amazing picture of what it's like to run our Christian lyrics. There we are. Because the New Testament tells us that our Christian life is like a race. A race in which we have to press on towards the finishing line by pressing in to our Holy Father. Just like Redmond's father watched every step of Redmond's race that day, our Father God is watching every step of our Christian race. He is El Roy, the God who sees. And he sees every step and every time something hits us that brings us down to our knees so that we are looking as if we can't finish our race. And he, our Father God, is hurting like Redmond's father hurt when he saw his son in pain. And our Father God delights when we, like Redmond, say, we are going to get up and we are going to fight and we are going to press on towards that finishing line, no matter what the pain we experience, no matter what the disappointment is, no matter what happens during our race, we will press on to the finishing line with a dogged determination. That is pressing on. And that is an essential part of our Christian race. But as Redmond found out that day, pressing on without also pressing in to his father didn't get him very far. He tried pressing on, And all he could do was hobble a few steps in his own strength. But soon he realized that his father had done everything necessary for the two of them to cross the finishing line together. His father had been the one who broke down the barriers and came alongside him. His father had been the one who put his arms around his son first. And his father was the one who was fending them off. And his father was the one who was sure they would get across the finishing line. His father was doing all that. But Redmond had his part to play. Redmond had his responsibility. Redmond had to put his arm around his father and lean into his father and trust his father and press in to his father so that they would finish that race together and isn't that what our father has done for us our father has broken down every barrier of sin which we've just been remembering in communion that separates us from him. And he's come not just alongside us, but inside us by his Holy Spirit. And he's running every step of our race with us. And he's the one who's taking the strain if we would only let him. He's the one who's put his arm round us and has yoked us to himself so that for us, our yoke is easy and our burden is light. And he's the one who's fending off every attack of the enemy and every attack of the demons to try and stop us finishing our Christian race with him. And he's the one who's ensuring we will get across that finishing line together. And he's the one who delights to give us the heavenly prize as we cross the finishing line. He's done all that. But we still have our part to play. We've our responsibility. We have to put our arms around our Heavenly Father and lean on Him and trust Him and rely on Him and press into Him. And that's what the Apostle Paul tells the church in Philippians. He says to them, Guys, I'm so pleased that you are running your Christian race so well. You're running your Christian race by pressing on, by pressing in to experience more of God. And as a result, you can be absolutely confident beyond the slightest doubt in your minds that God is who has started this great work in you, would keep working at it and bring it to the flourishing finish through Jesus Christ. God will do his bit by ensuring we finish, but we have to do our bit by putting our arms around our Father and pressing into him. That actually is Paul's own testimony of his own Christian race. He tells us in chapter 3 of Philippians that Paul's Christian race is about pressing on by pressing in to experience more of God and the infinite perfection of who God is through Jesus Christ. You know, I'm sure that day before that race, Redmond thought, I've got a really good father. and But when he saw his father pressing through those barriers, when he saw his father coming close to him, when he saw his father putting his arms around him, when he saw his father saying, let's finish this race together, he realized in a completely new way how truly amazing his father was. And that's what Paul realized as he pressed into more of God. He realized in a completely new way how wonderful and how brilliant and how glorious and how perfect God was. And that now had become the reason for Paul's running his Christian race. To experience more of God and his perfection. That was now the reason that Paul was aiming towards that finishing line to experience more and more of God and his perfection. And that is the reason that, God, that Paul is pressing on and pressing in to experience more and more and yet more of God and his infinite perfection. Because that is the heavenly prize that Paul seeks. The heavenly prize perfectly experiencing God in all of his perfection for all of eternity. That is the purpose of Paul's race. And he wants it to be the purpose of our race as well. Paul found God so wonderful that he was now consumed with it. Paul really recognizes that that just God is so amazing and so incredible that he wants God in every part of his life rather than having anything of himself. Paul wants to rely on God and God's strength for everything rather than his own strength for everything. Paul wants to press into God rather than pressing into himself. God, Paul wants to continuously experience more of the wonders of Jesus and to know the overflowing power of his resurrection. That is what Paul is running his race for. To experience more of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ as his own personal Lord. To press in and experience more of gaining Christ and the reason for which Christ gained him. To press in more and to be found more in Christ. To press in more to God and to know more of Christ and to know more of the power of his resurrection. To press on with his Christian race by pressing in and taking hold of all of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of him. You see, the more Paul pressed in to experience God, the less the less attractive and the less significant things which he did in his own life without pressing into god became he suddenly began to realize that those things that he was doing in his own strength without relying on god's strength were actually pretty useless pretty worthless in fact they were so worthless that he considered that they were just rubbish, that should be dumped out in the trash, like dog dung? (laughs) Why? So that he could put his arm around Christ, press into Christ, rely more on Christ, experience more and more and yet more of Christ, And feel the wonder of how Christ having put his arm around him and supporting him through everything. See, what Paul's really telling us here is that compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as his master and his own personal friend firsthand, everything else in this life... He doesn't compare. You see, the word actually in Greek, believe it or not, is dung. And in the Bible, dung is used to describe something that is worthless, fit only to be discarded because it has no lasting value. Paul's saying, look, Christ is of such infinite value to me that everything I do without Christ is a waste of time and effort to me because it does not last for eternity. Paul gives us the same message using this different picture in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. He says, guys... We can build our Christian lives by pressing on on ourselves without pressing into God. Yep, we can do that. Uh, but that's like building a house with wood and hay and straw. It's like building a house with combustible materials, which when the fire of the judgment day of Christ comes, that will not stand. It will be shriveled up and burnt up. So guys, why don't you build your lives with something really precious, with gold and silver and precious stones that will survive the the judgment seat of Christ, that will survive the day of judgment that will never be burnt up, that will be building something for this life and building something into eternity. That is something worth doing, guys, is what Paul is telling us. You see... Pressing on by pressing into God. If we press on without pressing into God, what we're really doing is actually just, yeah, it can seem attractive when we go in our own strength. It can seem sensible. It can seem logical. It can seem good. It can seem pleasant. But it's only temporary. It only lasts for this short period of time. It won't last into eternity. Paul's saying, come on, guys. It's like, Why don't you just build it, something so precious in this life? Diamonds and gold and silver and precious stones. Building by listening to God, by relying relying on God, by listening to his promises, by relying on his promises, by listening to his spirit, by relying on his spirit, by pressing into him. Then you're building something that lasts forever. Something which is eternal And cannot pass away. If you don't do that, you're actually building something which is rubbish and just dumb. Now, Paul's not so arrogant that he thinks he's got it all. He turns around and he says, guys, I admit, I'm not pressing into God as perfectly as I would like to because actually none of us can only when we get to heaven will we be transformed into the degree of perfection where the perfection of god is everything that we want that we will be perfectly desiring god and perfectly seeking god but he says hey that's not a reason to stop the running the race That's not a reason to stop pressing into God. That's the very reason why I should be pressing into God. he says, it's now my passion to experience more and more and more of the abundance and the perfect abundance of who God is. That's why I'm running my race. That's what I'm about. That's the finishing line I'm going for. That's the heavenly prize I'm after, to experience more and more of God. And that actually isn't just... Paul's reason for running his race. It's the reason for every true believer's reason for running their race. Every hero of the faith in the Bible and every hero of the faith in the church over the millennia have run their race by pressing on, by pressing in to experience more of God. That is the message that all those who have gone before us are telling us. In Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, let us, in Ponton in 2024, run with endurance, that is, press on, with the race God has set before us, And we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. That is, by pressing in to experience more and more and more of Jesus, who is the champion, who initiates and perfects our faith. And the interesting thing is there. Jesus is the one who perfects our faith. Jesus is the one who gets us to the finishing line. Jesus is the one who gets us across the finishing line. Jesus is the one who gives us the heavenly prize. Jesus is the heavenly prize. Jesus is doing it. And that's the expression of what they, the previous generations, have known about Jesus. You see, Hebrews 11 puts it this way. Anybody who wants to come and know God, that is, press in to God, must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Jeremiah puts it the same way. You seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You see, what those previous heroes of the faith found is that the more we press on by pressing in to experiencing more of God, the more God rewards us. By revealing new aspects of himself to us. When when Redmond's father came down that day. And ran beside him. And put his arms around his son. His son experienced some completely new things. That he never experienced about his father before. And when we press into our father. We will experience new things that God hasn't we haven't known about God before. And that is at the very heart of pressing in, by pressing, pressing on, by pressing in to experience more of God. You see, if we press in to God as the amazing father that we know him to be at this moment, Moment in time. God will respond by revealing new aspects of his character. New aspects of who he is. And those new aspects of who he is will enable us, encourage us, and empower us to press on to the next stage of our Christian race. And when we get to that next stage of our Christian race, then if we press in by what he has revealed to us at that moment in time about who he is, then he will reveal more and yet more of himself so that we can press on to yet another stage of our Christian race. And the more we press in, to God, to experience more of him, the more of him he reveals to ourselves, and the more of him he reveals to ourselves, the more of him that we are prepared to run on, and run on to the next part of our race. You see, it happens with any of the heroes of the faith, in the Bible, or anyone you want to mention since, because it's all about pressing on by pressing into God. Take Abraham, for instance, He is the father of our faith. And yet, when Abraham started his race, all he knew about God was God had given him an amazing promise about his future. And yet, Abraham presses on in his race by pressing in with what he knew about God at that particular time, and God reveals some more about his future about himself to Abraham. And Abraham keeps on pressing on by pressing in to experience more of God. And in each step of his race, he reveals he experiences more of God. So after 25 years, God had revealed that he was not only the God of promise, but the God who fulfilled promises. He wasn't just the God of, who made covenants. He was the God who fulfilled covenants. He wasn't just the God who was Abraham's provider he was the God who protected Abraham as well he wasn't just the God who forgave Abraham he was the God who showed mercy to Abraham and he shows to Abraham that he's the God of resurrection in that he can breathe life into a dead body of a hundred year old man and a 90 year old woman and all that to get to the point where Abraham is asked by God to sacrifice his son Isaac and Abraham says yeah well God's revealed to me in the past that he's the God of resurrection so if he's the God of resurrection I, I can do this I can do this so is it Hebrews tells us that Abraham reasoned that even if Isaac died God was able to bring him back to life because he'd experienced so much about God by pressing into him over the last number of years and it's the same for us the more we press into God by trusting what we know about God at this moment in time the more God will reveal about himself so we can move on to the next stage of our journey (laughs) and some of us may be thinking oh man that's fine that's fine for the likes of Abraham and that's fine for those heroes of the faith but that's not me And yet, Jesus considers every true follower of him to be a great hero of the faith, if only we press on with our race by pressing into him. (sighs) What really gets me, guys, is that, yes, God is Jehovah-Roy, God who sees but he's also the God who sees the end from the beginning and what God chooses he could see our race and choose to focus on our race because that's what we do but God chooses to focus on what he will transform us into when we cross that finishing line You see, we look at ourselves and we say, Oh no, I've hobbled across my race. I've fallen down. I've made a mess of it. And God says, I'm making you into something perfect by Christ at the end. You see, I don't know about you, but I look at the life of Abraham, this great father of the faith, And what I see is a man whose faith wobbled, whose faith hobbled, who fell down numerous times, who didn't press in always by pressing into God, who pressed into himself, and who actually, if I had to honestly say it, his faith was wavering just as my faith wavers. That's how I look at it. Because I'm focused on running the race. But God doesn't see it that way. In Romans chapter 4, God tells us his view on Abraham's race. And he doesn't mention anything about his disasters, about his failures, about his messing up, about anything. He mentions the end result. And to God's point of view, Abraham never wavered in unbelief. But his promise about the promise of God, but he was strengthened in faith. You see, God focuses on what he is going to transform us into through Jesus Christ. That is the father who has come down and broken all the barriers for us. That is the father who has come inside us. That is the father who is fending off all the attacks of the enemy. That is the father who is ensuring that we will get across that finishing line together with him and receive our heavenly prize. But we have our responsibility to put our arms around him and press in to experience more of him. You know something, guys? The the official Olympic records show that Redmond never finished that race. Why? Because his father ran the race for him, is the excuse. His father was the one who did all the work. And so his name has been blotted out of the official Olympic records of that day. But what a complete contrast to us and our heavenly father that our names are written in the book of life. They are in the official records of heaven and they're in the official records of heaven now. No matter how wobbly our race might be. Because our Father has done it all. Our Father has broken down every barrier of sin. Our Father is within us. Our Father is fending off all the attacks of the evil one. Our Father is guaranteeing us to get to the end. Because he who began a good work in you will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. He is doing it. He has done it. But we have our responsibility. And our responsibility is to put our arms around the Father, to lean on Him, to trust into Him, to experience more and more and more of Him and receive the heavenly prize of experiencing Him and all His perfection for all of eternity. Will we do that? important in, in 2024 will we press on in our Christian race by pressing in to experience more and more of our wonderful heavenly Father.